0: Go. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Bright Light Kryptonite Football Podcast, where we talk everything football however we want to talk it. And by God, let it rain dream. Let's see some people melt. That's what I love to see. I'm joined by Wayne, Ty, and our host, Josh. And so we're going to talk about everything and anything football. My first opening thing I'm going to talk straight out the gate is Aaron fucking Rogers sucks ass and 107 yards against my man, Tom Brady, two interceptions, one pick six. He took five sacks and lost for 53 yards and they rushed for 94 yards. So what the hell is Aaron Rodgers' excuse? Only one excuse he can have those bright lights melted him. That spotlight he had of the two hall of famers going head to head ended with what? The subs coming in for mop-up time. Neither one of the quarterbacks ended the game, and that's because Rodgers didn't do shit. Let me pass this off to the host, Josh Hammond.
1: All right, guys. It was a good week of football. As John stated, Aaron Rodgers really stunk it up this past week. I was, I was very shocked. with That performance. Uh, so we're going to get right into it as we do every week. Uh, we're gonna do our top and worst performers of the week, and Wayne, I'll let you take the reins first. Well, top performer, you know, I'm gonna go with Ryan Fitzpatrick. You
2: know, you know, we, right before the show, we talk about how, you know, I, he, we were gonna bring up Fitzpatrick, so let's just bring him up right now. You know, 350 yards, three touchdowns. You know, it, it's 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 crazy. You know, it, I'm not the man lost his job despite the fact that you know he he's winning they're in playoff contention they're three and three right now you know i i don't understand how he lost his job at this point in the season
1: go ahead all right john all right well wayne what's your uh who's your worst performer of the week Oh, that's Aaron Rodgers. And
2: John already fucking laid into him already. Tampa Bay fucking the entire game. You know, the pick six, the two interceptions, back-to-back interceptions for that matter. You know, he he fucking he stunk up,
0: you know. That's right. right. Call it how it is. Call it how it is, brother. Call it how it is.
2: The bright light got to him this week. You know, I can't dispute that, you know. It's fucking awful. You know, I thought he had the best QBR going to the week, you know, of the season. You know, him and uh, Russell Wilson was battling out for probably uh, MVP. And now after that performance, I don't even know if Green Bay's for real at all. They could be a joke. Couldn't
0: agree more.
1: All right, John, who is your worst and top performer of the week?
0: Well, I'm going to say this, too, because we're talking about the Fitzpatrick. And Fitzpatrick, if you guys remember the gold chains when he was a a buccaneer, when he came out with the sunglasses, Fitzpatrick is a guy that I think most people uh, throughout anybody that watches football kind of roots for the guy. The man went to Harvard, and he became an NFL quarterback. How hard is that to do, first off? But – uh, to hear him, I don't know if you saw the video where, you know, he he's a guy that kind of does things the right way. He kind of knows he's going to get benched. He's been benched a bunch, and he kind of came out with a statement, I've been benched a bunch, but nothing really hurt like this. He kind of felt like it was going forward for him. They're three and three. Uh, the division is absolutely up for grabs. And at this point in time, you're going to go ahead and say, the rookie Tua is going to start. And – as far as Tua, if I could talk for a second, he was surrounded by pa- talent at Alabama. So there's no guarantee he's going to go in there and fire it up. I, I think you got you got to at least man- let the man keep going out there. He's going to give you a great – he's going to give you eight games. He's got two more games in him. He's going to have a game where he blows it up, and you can, you can rightfully put Tua in there. But I hate it for Fitzpatrick. We knew it was coming, but I just kind of hate it for the guy. Uh, he's at the end of his career – he felt like he owned the team. He said he never felt uh, more like he had ownership of a team than he did when he was with the Bills and when he's with Miami. And we know he's been all over. So uh, I just I just hate it for Fitzpatrick. My top performer is going to be Derek Dick, Dick Henry. And he rushed for 22 carries, 212 yards. And there was a stat. I can't remember what he said. But I think over the next – Like, over the last five years, Derrick Henry has more 200-yard games than anybody else, like, combined. It's a ridiculous stat. Derrick Henry killed it. I know they were in a close game. I know it was against a team that's not that great in the Texans. But the bottom line is the Tennessee Titans keep winning the games they're supposed to win. And I don't give a shit if you win it by three or you win it by 20. It's still a win, and the Tennessee Titans are still rolling. What you got, Josh? What's yours? Oh, wait, what worst performer? Worst performer is Aaron Rodgers. I already said it. Uh, Bright lights killed that motherfucker. So what do you got, Josh?
1: <laughs> All right, I got a surprise for the top performer this week. I got McManus, the kicker from the Broncos. Woo! Six for six. He had two field goals over 40 yards and two over 50 yards. He single-handedly beat the New England Patriots by himself. Uh, so he's my top performer. Um, hard, kind of hard to go six for six in the game, let alone two for forty plus and two for fifty plus. Um, yeah. So my worst performer of the week, I'm going with Wayne's truly Joe Flacco.
0: He was twenty-one
1: of forty-four for one hundred eighty-six yards and one interception. He even took a, like a twenty-six-yard sack in the in the early in the fourth quarter. They are trying to drive down at least to get some points. Uh, he just looks horrible. He should have retired four years ago. Um, he's my worst performer of the week. Ty, who you got?
3: My top performer this week is Jimmy Garoppolo from the San Francisco 49ers. 23-33, uh, 268, and three touchdowns. I think everybody can agree he looked really good. And uh, okay. he brought okay. a team.
0: I, I, I right. do not agree. Shut the fuck up. I do not agree. And uh, and he, <laughs> he, he's,
3: he's taking this team that San Francisco is, is riddled with injuries, including himself last week, to three and three. And in the NFC, that's right in playoff contention. So um, that was my top performer for the week. And my worst performer, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, Dallas Cowboys running back, garbage trash (laughs) look like shit 12 rushes 49 yards two terrible fumbles i mean literally like the laziest i mean this basic fundamental football was not completed by zeke and it was like you had you had to be embarrassed this man is paid paid top running back money and the team is hurt andy dalton's our quarterback and you know your main guy dax down some offensive linemen are out and um you know your team needs you to step up. You're the leader. You're the highest paid guy, and like you, you fold. You you folded on the bright lights. Um, so he failed his team. He failed his coaches, and uh, the back of running back in was way better than he did. And so it was it was embarrassing for Zeke, and he has got to turn it around, or he might find himself getting cut. Ooh, nice. That's my thoughts on it. Because if he's going to keep playing like crap. I mean, he. What does he look like since his contract signed? Not great. Nope. And you got people Med- like you got people like McCaffrey, Derek Henry, Kamara <laughs> going out every week and giving a hundred percent effort. Now they're worried about, you know, look. I mean, that was his effort. Those fumbles were a complete effort. And like he's just, it's like he doesn't care. It's like he got paid. He's like he's giving up on the season and living. There, they're in first place in the NFC East. So it it's. I have a disdain for Zeke, but literally, like, statistically and effort-wise, he was the worst performer for the week for me.
2: That's why you don't pay yep. running backs. You don't fucking pay running backs. That's it. You don't do it.
0: Yeah, I'll say this, too. We talked about top five running backs, and I got to say, he did not make my top yeah, five with you. two weeks ago. Yep. So. Yeah,
2: you're right. you're right. You know, once they get paid, that's it. That's it. They get five good years out of them, they get paid out of that working contract, and then it's fucking done.
0: Yeah. Well you look at the mileage on him. The mileage on him where I mean he was he was leading the league in rushing a couple of years in a row or something like that. And it just you can't sustain that forever.
3: You can easily you can, you can, you can easily Well, you can easily name five running backs that are better than Zeke. Dalvin Cook, Kamara, C M C Derrick Henry, and Nick Chubb, I think are all better and talented than Zeke. Yeah. Oh.
2: Oh yeah, I agree. I agree,
3: but he's making the most money. Not true. Yeah. No, no, Christian reset that market. Who CMC reset that? CMC has the highest oh, okay. four four years of sixty four million, and um, Kamara okay. come in at uh, four at fifteen a year, I believe. Josh, you might be able to. I think but that's Camara, right.
2: Kamara still. I still like Kamara
3: yeah. a lot. Right. Yeah. But anyway, that's like I said worst performer, and uh, I don't.
1: I doubt it gets any better throughout the year. So. All right, so our next topic, uh, we're going to go. Uh, we're going to talk about most underrated and overrated teams or players um, this year. Uh, John, you'll go first.
0: Well, I, I kind of got two. I, I hate to take someone else's. It's hard for me to come up with underrated because I'm all about who the hell is overrated. But Robbie Anderson, for us as a wide receiver, is is underrated, doesn't get talked about. The, the Panthers, you know, unless we're going 15 and one, uh, don't get any respect on ESPN. And I gotta go with my man Clyde Edwards. I said this from week one that Clyde Edwards for the Kansas City Chiefs look really good to me. In week one, I was like, look at this rookie, and and what can they do now that they got everything kind of back? And and he's number two in rushing for the league, guys. Number two as a rookie on a passing offense. Uh, Clyde Edwards can't get enough credit for what he does. Uh, Wayne, what you Overrated
2: the fucking Rams. The Rams are fucking underrated. Underrated.
0: Under. Underrated. Underrated. Under.
2: John, John, do both. You got to do both, okay. John. Fine. Okay, fine. Oh, fuck. All right. Underrated the Pittsburgh Steros. They're the number one league. You know, last year with Mike Tomlin, they won without a quarterback, and they finished 500. Without a fucking quarterback, okay? The quarterback lost his fucking helmet, okay, in the game. And now they're the number one defense in the league. And I know you say they play the East, they play the Browns, but the Browns are pretty good, okay? And they shut the fuck out of the Browns, okay? This week, are 5-0 and going against the Tennessee Titans, who are 5-0. and My money's on Steelers. There's no doubt in my mind. I think the Steelers are way underrated. I, I, year in and year in and out, Mike Tomlin gets the most out of that team. And they're always finding a fucking wide receiver. Every fucking year, Big Ben finds a wide receiver. The motherfucker looks like an offensive lineman, and the man can still fucking hit the wide receiver. Unreal. So, yeah, I'm going with Pittsburgh as underrated. And overrated, the fucking Rams. If they played in the East, they'd be undefeated all year. If that's all they played, they can't fucking beat anybody else.
3: Yep. Yeah, you know, watch out for the 49ers. In that division might come take number two from them. Well, we all know Seattle's division. Right, exactly. Um, all right, Ty. Uh, for, my, for my overrated team, I have the Cleveland Browns. Garbage, complete garbage. I've, I haven't been on that train all year. I kind of said, you know, last week that I was kind of suspect of them. They played a good team, and the they. This is that they've you know they beat the Bengals, Washington, Dallas. Woohoo! They be the uh, Colts team that was kind of flaky, and then they've come up and played a good team, in the Steelers, and absolutely got walloped. Didn't show up. Baker got benched. Defense couldn't do nothing. You know, it it the the Browns actually and they they just look terrible. I haven't been on that train all year, and I I'm, I'm continuing to not be on it. Um, I think they're overrated as hell, and uh, my underrated team. Um, is the San uh, Los Angeles Chargers. And I know I think I said something about it last week, but this is the teams that they've lost. They're one and four, okay? But they've been in their games every single week with a rookie quarterback who come in, you know, the first week against the Chargers, uh, Chiefs, because of the Tyrod Taylor, you know, frenzy uh, injury there. But they beat the Bengals, and then they lost to the Kansas City by three in overtime, Carolina by five. Tampa Bay, who just beat the piss out of the Packers by a touchdown, 38-31, and New Orleans on a in a field going overtime because their kicker missed um, on Monday night. So there's four really close losses to really good teams. And um, you know, I think as the season goes on, they'll do uh they'll get some more wins. And, you know, the record doesn't show that they're good, but at one and four, Herbert looks fantastic. You know, they've also had some injuries on defense. I think uh, Anthony Lynn's going to have himself a good team there. It might not be this year. I mean, they might finish, you know, 8-8 eight and eight or whatever just because they're a rough start. But I think in the future, you know, I think that's a better team than the record shows.
1: All right. So, uh, I have – my underrated team is the Titans. You. Um, you know, they're undefeated, but – who talks about the Titans very much as being a team that can win the Super Bowl? You know they've John, been undefeated John On every fucking day. <laughs> That's right. They they've been undefeated, but who's we haven't had them in our top five of our power rankings each week. Right. I just think they're not talked about much. I think Tannehill is a uh, very underrated as a quarterback. He's a good game manager, and then when he has to, he can go out and win a ball game. Yep. You know, like last year they they beat Tom Brady and the Patriots and then that Baltimore team that was phenomenal in the regular season uh, beat them back-to-back. I just think they have a – you know, Derek Henry is in his prime right now, um, so they got to capitalize on that. You know, signing Clowney uh, before the season started, he's been uh, all over the field for them. Their defense has is, is played well. I just think they're not talked about as, as much as being an undefeated team, and I guess they'll really see how good they are this week when they play uh, the Steelers. Defense. Hey, I just my over
3: before you go on that. I just want to I just want to hop on that because Ryan Tannehill is so not talked about and so you know underrated. But when he was with that Dolphins team, they were he had nobody with him for years. I mean, absolutely for new and like when he got traded to Tennessee or you know they were like, oh well, here's Tannehill. He's limped up and he got Marcus Mariota, the Heisman winner, sent out to Las Vegas, and now it's Tannehill's team. And he's looked. He looked. He looked fantastic. For now. I'm just with you. I'm with you 100. Last year, Ryan Tannehill had a, a quarterback rating of 117.5 for the whole year. And this year, you know, he only had six touchdowns, one interception, rating of 100.5, 100. 105.8. I mean, this. I'm, I'm with you, John. I mean, 100. percent Like, and he's a quarterback that can manage, win game, man, go out, win games, manage games, and then they have Derrick Henry. I'm with you. I mean, that's totally underrated.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And, and
0: I let right, me right. let me just let me just take this. I'm because that's my team. You motherfuckers are finally mm-hmm. listening to me. You're finally listening. It's about time. Go ahead, Wayne. Say what you got to the say. They
2: they, they, they barely won the first game of the season. They almost lost last week. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a bad team. I'm not saying they're fucking old, but 5-0? They, no, they're going to get their the, the fucking lip smacked this week, okay? They're going to be fucking get their ass kicked by the number of oh. people.
3: <laughs> they get the, Man, I, they're I, smacking lips they're getting the lips no I'm
2: like how the fuck do you go every week it's like oh yeah they just barely pull it out you know, fucking, the only team they dominate with the Bills who's been
3: shitty the last two weeks as it is you know no Wayne, that, Wayne get yeah, out of here gonna, they had the damn Corona shutdown they didn't know what day they were playing don't get on the Bills yeah, don't do get me- on the
2: Bills is what they did. Is how they beat the Bills. Okay, they pre- it's like coming in off the bye week. Okay, yeah, they had a fucking two week bye week, so so they didn't have to worry about. it
1: okay. Hey, y'all, y'all had a bye week in the playoffs last yeah, year against the Titans and lost to them. Ooh, so what, what else yeah. did
2: you got last year? That was last year. Okay, and, then, oh, and then, oh, okay. okay? You want to make a want to make a bye, a team that's in every week? It's the Bengals, except for against the Ravens. They've been in every week. They've been in the game.
1: Every fucking week with John
3: Barrell. Okay. All right. Can we move on? Now he's talking about the Bengals. We're we're, off, all we're right. I got track.
1: I got one more t- I got one more tidbit for the Titans too in Tannehill. He played wide receiver his entire year at Texas A and M until his senior year he moved to quarterback. Wow,
3: that's crazy. Wow. Know that.
1: Yeah, so um so let me get my, my overrated team. I'm going with the Saints. They they haven't looked good at all this year. Mm-hmm. They lucked out against the Chargers for a win. Yeah. Um, they got smacked by the Raiders. I, I just don't I I think the Bucks are gonna um win the division. I, I, I just don't I, I Saints may not even make the playoffs. Um, so I, I just think they're a little overrated. Now they haven't had their best receiver, which is probably a top three receiver in the league. Hill should be back next week, but that offense ain't clicked at all without a, a number one receiver. So that's my overrated team. Hey, another thing on the Saints. Uh, When it's come to clutch times, like on Monday night, they brought in Taysom Hill at
3: quarterback. So Sean Sean Payton's already turning the reins over there. Either something's going on with Drew Brees or, you know, but, yeah.
0: Yeah, they're paying him a lot of money. They're paying him a lot of money to be back for quarterback. Yeah.
1: All right, so our uh, next topic is we're going to do our power rankings for the week and our top five teams. I'll try let you go first.
3: My uh, top five. Uh, this going to be AFC driven, just based on what I've seen. that's a better. Um, I got. Oh, second, Wayne. Seattle, Kansas City, Tennessee, and John. I, John, I will say this: go back and look at our group message. I, 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 was on Tennessee. I mean, I, I told you they were a good team. I was with you on that. Um, Pittsburgh and Baltimore. That's my top five. All
2: right, Wayne. Kansas City's number one. Okay, it's—I don't even think anybody comes close to it. Seattle's number two. I'm going with Pittsburgh number three because they got the number one ranked defense. You know, I, I'm kind of worrying the next week. the thing we got to buy to prepare for them. Ravens number four, and then number five. Oh man, it's a tough one. Number five is really tough. Oh shit.
3: Go Tampa Bay, Wayne. I know you go want with to. Not Tampa
2: Bay. I'm not going to go with Tampa Bay. <laughs> oh you know, my god. Number five. I'm going with the Las
3: Vegas Raiders. Raiders, yeah, I like it,
2: Wayne. Kansas City. I'm going with the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay.
1: Yeah. All right, John. Who you got?
0: Well, I got Kansas City number one, even though they have a loss. Of course, we know that. I'm going Titans number two. Um, Again, I always talk about the cold, and I talk about the playoffs. They're built for that. Uh, number three, I'm reluctantly going with the Steelers. I still don't think they've played a really tough matchup. The Titans and the Steelers are going to play. And as Wayne is talking about, the Steelers are going to smack them in the mouth. It's quite possible. The Titans are due a loss. You're just not going to have an undefeated season. It's just not going to happen. So I'm not going to be surprised if the and Titans they don't do fall, fall to the Steelers. Wrong. It could happen. Uh, whatever. No, they're not. Um, the Seahawks, uh, number four. And I'm going to go ahead and go with the Ravens, number five, uh, just to throw it out there. And I will I will concede this to Wayne. He says it a whole lot, and I'm just tired of fighting it. And Ty kind of touched on it. The NFC does kind of suck this year. And I'm just going to say this year, um, but the AFC, uh, they just seem to have the smoke this year. They got the smoke. And there just ain't no denying it. NFC is a little – a little off this year, especially after seeing Green Bay fall to Tampa Bay, which, you know, as I, as I opened it with talking about how Aaron Rodgers uh, got hammered, I don't want to see Aaron Rodgers lead the NFC. I know he's a prima donna. I know he fails in the bright lights. I know it's been 10 years since he's been to a Super Bowl and he ain't done shit while they crowned his ass, the fucking greatest quarterback in the league, up until uh, Mahomes came in the league. And I know Aaron Rodgers ain't that. He ain't got it. He's a he's a crybaby. Papa baby. He's not a leader. Day. So I You're hate. Who's the
2: biggest crybaby in the fucking league?
0: Yeah. I'm gonna say this. I wanted you to say that. The difference between a crybaby and a leader is the leader comes in there and works harder than everybody. If somebody says something to me and they don't work harder than me, I, they're a fucking crybaby. But if they work harder than me and I fucking know it. They're a leader. And that's the difference between Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. That's all I'm saying. Go ahead, Josh. All
1: right, my top five, I have um Chiefs number one. I have Seahawks number two. And I'll tell you a little bit about the Seahawks. I just the reports they are that uh yes. they're, gonna they're gonna try, gonna try to go they play on sign Antonio Brown.
0: They got no defense. What the fuck they're they gonna on. do? They got no defense. And
1: Russell Wilson. Anyway. What else can they do? You got Russell Wilson, the musician. Uh, so I got Seahawks at number two. Um, I have Steelers at number three. I have Titans at number four and Ravens at number five. So that's my top five. So um, next topic I have is a topic we've all been waiting for. We're going to talk about the best quarterback of all time. Wayne. I'm going to let you go first. Okay. All
2: right. Comparing Peyton Manning to Tom Brady. Okay. Peyton Manning has 71,000 career passing yards compared to Tom Brady's 61,000. He has more MVPs, more passing yards, the most 300-yard playoff games, and most game-winning drives in a career. You know, he's probably the greatest player of all time, not only the greatest quarterback of all time. I'll let you, uh, I know you got a lot more than that.
1: All right, so jo- Wayne's got Peyton Manning. John, who you got?
0: Oh, absolutely not, Josh. We all know I've only got the one guy. You guys are all going to go the same. So go ahead and spin it. You go, Josh.
1: All right, here I go. So the big debate is who's better, Peyton Manning or Tom Brady? So first off. Brady had the same head coach for 19 years, and in that same span, Peyton Manning had five head coaches. Peyton Manning averaged 4,231 yards per season and 31 touchdowns compared to Tom Brady's 3,924 yards and 28 touchdowns. Um, who Who is the better quarterback, Eli Manning or Peyton Manning? Anybody want to give me an answer? Hey, it's Peyton. Peyton, okay. Tom Brady lost to Eli twice. Or Tom Brady lost to uh, lost to Eli twice. So John's big thing always is what, what do you always say, John Payton Bang? Oh, we do an interception against the Saints. Right? You remember the year that the Patriots were eighteen and zero, going to the Super Bowl, averaging thirty six point eight yards, are averaging thirty six point eight points per game, and only scored fourteen points in the Super Bowl against the Giants' defense that wasn't, but nothing but average for a career, fourteen seasons. The Pats' score defense was seventeen point five points per game. That's two touchdowns and a field goal. Colts and the Broncos. Peyton Mays' defense averaged 20.8. C.S. So yes, you can say Tom Brady has six Super Bowl rings, but you need more one person to win Super Bowls. You need a whole team. And when you don't have as good team put around you, then you can't say, okay, he's only better because he's got six rings. There's more to it than six rings. We don't say Will Chamberlain's better than Michael Jordan because he has more rings. Or Bill Russell with 11. Nobody, Terry
2: Brashaw, do we yeah. even fucking bring up him? Four, two, no, Here's
1: we don't bring the, up those guys because guys. they have more rings. You can say Tom Brady might be the best player of all time, but he's definitely not the best oh, quarterback 94. of all time. Ty, uh, go ahead.
3: This is going to be no surprise, but, I mean, I'm, I'm going with Peyton Manning, but probably for, like, a different reason. I mean, obviously his statistics are there, and this is at the time of his retirement. And these – these actually – Brett Favre is my second. And that's because I was a kid. Brett Favre was gunslinging the league. You know, Peyton Manning, 71,940 uh, career passing yards. He has the record – uh, at that time of the time, 2013. Single-season passing yards, 5,477. Averaged 342.3 yards a game. Four 400-yard games in a season. 4,000-yard 4, seasons, 14. Next closest was 10 when, Drew, when he retired. 400-yard games, 4, 14. I mean, this – The stats go on and on. But here's another reason. John, you mentioned earlier, when somebody loses, a leader steps up and works hard. You can't tell me that there wasn't somebody that probably watched more film, especially after a loss, that probably bugged more than Peyton Manning. That guy could go up and dissect a defense in a half a second. I mean, probably quicker than that. And he is the only player that I can know of that the coach is literally like full reign on playing calls. The last I, documentary I watched, they gave him two or three plays in his headset and let him pick, or if they gave him any at all, and they'd go up and let him play. Defenses had to be so scared of Peyton Manning because he's literally so smart. That's why. That's why ESPN and CBS want, all, want them all to be an analyst because he could go up and I mean, like in this the way he could probably detail and dissect these defenses is amazing. I mean, how smart he wasn't the most athletic guy, no. Did he have the best arm? Probably not. But he knew exactly what that defense was doing. He knew exactly what the plays were. That is what I admire about Peyton Manning as a quarterback was his mental capacity that he brought to the game. Listening to the radio at five years you know, his dad was a quarterback, and he would go in there and break, break down film with his dad like at five or six years old. That's where it started for me, hearing about that side of Peyton Manning. Obviously, the statistics are there. You know, I think he's a great guy. Brett Favre number two for me. Um, obviously, he won Super Bowls. I wish he won some more. He had some great matchups with Tom Brady, um, and Peyton Manning's my guy.
0: All right. I get to go last, and you guys can rebuttal after this. That's just fine. But I, I just want to say, first off, let me give Peyton Manning props. Peyton Manning is no doubt a fantastic quarterback uh calling his own plays granted you guys got to keep it in mind it was the hurry up offense that he was doing that kind of changed the game which was genius I give him all the credit for that you got the defense on their heels don't let them change out uh players to stay fresh to uh so they don't get pressure on you on the front end front line you already know what they're doing call your plays boom 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 very good does he study film absolutely well, you can't tell me he studies any more than Tom dude, Brady, no way, either. Dude, there's no he way Tom Brady it.
3: watches him out. There's, there's, there's no, no way. way. It's Brady not possible. It's smart. impossible. There's no way Tom Brady like. Ch- Tom Brady don't even know if it's fourth down anymore. Yeah. Yeah, Come, yeah, on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Ooh, ooh just big. Oh, what down is
0: it? I, I didn't say oh, smart. Man. I said watch as much film. But – there's, there's there's just as many stories about how great Peyton Manning and his work ethic is as there is Tom Brady. Brady. I, I think that's null and void there. Um, but it's a team game. It's a team game. You guys talk about it's a team game. And what did Tom Brady do, do above anybody else? He took a pay cut, of course. Did anybody else take a pay cut like Tom Brady did? He could, he could absolutely have reset the bar every time he signed a contract, but he didn't and that's the level that he goes above anyone else. Can he read a defense? Yes, he can read a defense. Is Peyton Manning right. maybe slightly better at reading the defense? Hell, I don't know. He was in the hurry up for guys sake all the time. Of course, he knew what defense they were in because they were in the same fucking defense the last play. Now, Tom Brady six rings. Of course he six rings. Does he have to throw for 300 fucking yards a game? No, and he understands that. And that's where people like Aaron Rodgers don't understand that and they don't call the right play. And then a control freak like Peyton Manning also did the same thing, and that's why he threw a kick six against the Saints that ended that game. And that's also why he got his ass stomped in, against the damn Seattle Seahawks. And it wasn't even a fucking Super Bowl. and one of the biggest blowouts in fucking Super Bowl history. And one of the other biggest Super Bowl blowouts was the Patriots versus Atlanta Falcons. And guess who came back from that? who didn't quit, and who brought him all the way back in the greatest Super Bowl comeback of all time. That's right. It's the greatest quarterback of all time. It's Tom fucking Brady. That's my argument. Go ahead and re uh,
3: John, question for you. Do you know where Tom Brady sits on the all-time yards per attempt list?
0: What do you fucking no, do? No, I know no. where he sits on wins, Tom. List. Tom
3: Brady. Tom I know Brady. where he sits on Super Bowls. Thirty-fifth all time in yards per attempt. Lead. You know he he averages 7.45 yards per attempt, which is less than Marcus Mariota. It is so easy. It's so easy. It's so take, t- so take. So t- t- Wait, whoa, run whoa, whoa, run whoa, 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 whoa. Let, let me rebuttal. Let me rebuttal. Let me rebuttal. In yards after catch, but 20, 25 yards after each one. It is so. It is not hard to have. Crossing routes and digs thrown at you with fast receivers. Bill Belichick knew what he was doing. He knew what Tom Brady's capable of. That's why he ran that offense year after year after year because Tom could sit back there and throw out these quick out routes and his quick dig routes and his quick slants and let the receivers do the work for him. That's why he looks so good. He he is the yards per attempts are awful. And Tom, yes, he's had a couple decent long throws downfield in the clutch time, but not as near as many as Peyton Manning or Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers even at that point. Tom Brady is good because he's had great defenses, a.k.a. Teddy Bruschi, and good receivers, a.k.a. Randy Moss, Wes Walker, uh, Danny Amendola, you know, and Julie Edelman now, who will do all the work for him. Yes, it's been running back by committee, but Bill Belichick has orchestrated this offense around Tom Brady and what he knows he can do, and based on watching film and watching practice, they build that offense base around him and how they can succeed. And Tom Brady, and you cannot deny this, John, and yet Tom Brady is so lucky on these damn Super Bowls that you know, he did get unlucky twice against the Giants, but for the most part he got lucky on most you know, Seattle th- should have ran the ball with Marshawn Lynch. I mean, everybody knows the Super Bowl list and he got so lucky with those Tom Brady could very easily be three or four plays away from being he could very easily be four plays away from being a middle of the road quarterback people will forget about in two weeks when he retires. Okay, let me rebuttal,
0: let me rebuttal. whoa, 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 Stop. right here, right here, let me rebuttal that. Really? The, the man rebuttal to me. Let me come back at it. So, let me just say this. If 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 the short passing game worked and won him so many fucking Super Bowls, tell me why your man smart-ass Peyton Manning couldn't do it. Tell me why he was calling the plays and he didn't call the short play plays the and win Super Bowl. He, oh, my God. That's he, a bullshit. That's a bullshit comeback.
3: You know, or the receivers. Yeah. He, didn't ha- he had Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne. Those guys weren't built for that. But they, yeah, but that they're the hall of game, famers. Though. They were they were different receivers. They would run downfield. They would run and post. They run by oh. you. And he made them hall of famers too. I I don't know if no, he's longer he, They wouldn't be hall of famers. He, the other quarterbacks that, oh.
0: He he had that short slot right yeah. okay, wide receiver from Miami the too the fact for years.
2: Brady had the defense every fucking Super Bowl win. Every fucking yes. de- uh, he had the defenses when he won the Super Bowl.
0: That's that's what happened.
2: The defense in the top ten almost every year. Okay. The, the Colts had a decent me, defense. Let, let, they had one decent run down. in the Go playoffs, ahead. but that defense kind of sucked. Only reason why they had a decent run is because Bob Sanders came back healthy. Who, who the fuck did, did Brady had on defense? You got it's a complete game. You know, it, yeah. Uh, I mean, on, on Manning never had a defense until what? Von Miller.
0: Yeah, I agree. But was Tom Brady taking John, a pay cut John, so they could the have a defense first? The, and second – second, okay, whoa, 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 right, let me finish, no, finish okay, my okay, point. I am going to finish my point. And the second of all, how many times did he have to come back from behind in a Super Bowl That's to actually to win it? Your, Six times.
3: Defenses, when the defensive
0: play
3: is They won by field goal. fucking won by yeah. field Yeah. Defense, um, defenses uh, get – yeah. Yeah, I've been a Terry for them. Bustle- hey, John, keep bringing up the pay cut. He doesn't need the money. Giselle makes way more money than he does. So he doesn't need the money anyway. His his, his watching Supermodel What's that got to do with football? What's he, that got to do with
0: football? He's not making fucking Peyton money. Peyton Manning needs the fucking money the fuck after he's a five. Millionaire?
2: Multi-millionaire?
0: What the fuck? Peyton Manning could have oh, hey, hey, took a $6 a million John, pay cut John, and actually a got John, a, fucking John. Defense. Well,
3: yeah, a fucking... Who has Bill Belichick ever paid? Seriously. If Tom wanted money, he might, no, he might have told him to walk. Seriously, has he ever? It, when somebody gets to the prime of their career with the Patriots, what there happens? All right, out the door. They're the Next one. He's not. If, if Tom Brady would have demanded money, guess what would have happened? I'll, 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 I'll Matt mm-hmm. cancel your ass. And not only that,
2: that, Look at Cam Newton. He's yeah. taking less money so he can play with the greatest fucking coach of all time. That's what.
0: What Nobody was going to sign him. Nobody was going to sign well, him. Give me a break. That's fucking bullshit, But yeah. you fucking any other I route. wish. You ain't going to do it in New York next year. We talked about it. if, if, if. Yeah, you let you let Tom Brady walk, and then you go three years without a Super Bowl and <laughs> see if they're going to run Belichick out of town. the fucking town.
3: I, I really would have wished Tom Brady would have left about 10 years ago. But just because now – but just because of the, this the conversation, of uh, does Bill need Tom or does Tom need yeah. Bill? And, you know, this year is kind of odd. Like, you know, this year in, in, as a whole, it's kind of an odd year with the whole COVID stuff. I think we can all agree. But, like, it's for the Buccaneers and for the Patriots. But I wish, I wish we left 10 years ago for, this, for the conversation. I wish never had. came back after Matt
2: Castle won 11. You know, I wish he never 10, came 10, back 10, to, New 10, 10. to New England then. He did be the one in Kansas City. He would have been gone <laughs> in two years.
0: Bill That's Belichick great. got a fucking upgraded quarterback. It's 43-year-old Tom Brady. He got an upgraded That's Cam great. Newton, and they're fucking three and three. Just so right. shut I, the fuck I wanna,
1: up. I want to I speak on something real quick. So, we, John, you brought up um, Peyton throwing that pick stick against the Saints. So, I'm going to go back and talk more about the, the undefeated sea, season for the Patriots. They are 18-0 going into the playoffs. They had already beat the Giants once, 38-35, to the last regular season game of the year. In the Super Bowl, Brady was 29-48 for 266 yards, one touchdown, and five sacks. He averaged 5.5 5 yards per attempt. They choked in that Super Bowl.
0: Okay, ask me – hold on, hold on. Okay, did, did he have the lead prior to two minutes in the game where Belichick's defense took the Why field? Why he have
1: to have the lead? He only scored seven. That sounds like he
3: folded under bright lights.
0: He fucking, he fucking had the lead. He and had the lead. Brady's last ring. It's the defense failing.
2: Ring he got. Uh, what was that score of that game? Yeah, you know, against the Rams. What how, the one of the best offenses in the league? Who got uh, stopped by the Patriots? Stopped them. Okay, Brady, sure as hell didn't do shit that game either. Well, you can look at Terry Bradshaw. It's about fucking when you time he had to bail him out. Terry Bradshaw just happened to be on one of the best. Defensive teams of all time for four years. That's how he won the Super Bowl. That's all it was. That's all fucking Brady is. He could have been Jim Kelly if it wasn't for field goals. You know, that's all it was. That's, that's you know, valid point. That's year in year yeah. out, Chuck Nolan wanted to bench him. Year in year out, he wanted to bench him. He let him. He let him play, and they still won. You know, Brady the brady uh he was suspended they went three and one brady got hurt out for the season they went 11 and five you know they they win without brady and they, you know what they might have a winning record this year in the better conference and a better division than brady ever played in in the afc east right now um is probably the best division that you know that, that in fo- well second to the west in football okay brady every year it was the bills and the Jets and miami they 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 always horrible he we had a cakewalk to it he had a bye week six weeks a year six fucks a week he had a bye week oh wait uh, god he could never fucking beat Miami
0: jets made Jets made the a- jets made the, a- yeah jets, jets made the afc championship Mark twice fucking Sanchez all i'm gonna say Uh, well, you can't tell me they yeah. stuck every and, year.
2: And the Jets, and they, they actually didn't. Peyton Manning. The year before Peyton Manning came out, the Jets were one in fifteen, and they were they were going to plan on picking up Peyton Manning. He decided to stay another year. You know, sort of like what Andrew Luck did to you guys. The quote Parcells. Can you imagine if yeah, they would go been a defensive coordinator for Peyton Manning? Imagine how many championships they would have got.
0: Yeah. Well, I give all the credit in the world to Manny. He's just not the goat. He's a good quarterback. Oh, who on. did
2: Belichick say was the greatest? I don't
0: know. What you got, Josh? All right, due to some
1: technical difficulties, uh podcast was cut off, so we're going to get it finished up here. It's just going to be me and uh, John left, so we're going to go over our NFC playoff picks. John, go ahead.
0: Yeah, um, I got the Seahawks winning that division. <clears throat> I'm going to go with a little bit of surprise, and I'm going to go with the Bears over the Packers. And I'm going to go with, because in their head-to-head matchups, I expect that defense to do the same thing that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did to the Packers. And I expect them to win the head-to-head matchup. And I expect the Packers' confidence to be uh, shuttered a little bit. And overall, they haven't really played anybody. They were a bloated record. And the Tampa Bay popped that bloat. And I expect the Bears to continue. I'm still going to go with the Saints winning the NFC South uh, over the Bucs just because they just have so much talent. I just can't deny it this early in the season for me to say it's going to go any other way. Um, I got the Cowboys winning the NFC East who the hell cares um, and I got Bucks make making it with a wild card I got the Rams making it with a wild card and I got the Packers are going to make it into the wild card and they they could make some noise uh, but the minute the Packers face a real defense uh, they're going to do like they've done for the past 10 years and they're going to fold because Aaron Rodgers doesn't take a plate take cut like Tom Brady does what do you got Josh
1: all right, for me, uh, I I still like the Packers. I like their schedule is a little bit more favorable than the Bears. Um, I do have the Bears in the playoff as a wild card team, but I got the Packers winning their division. I got the Seahawks winning. Um, I have the Eagles winning that division over the Cowboys. Wow! Okay. I I, I, and I and they could win it with six wins, which is the sad part.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then I have the Bucks winning. Um, that division over the Saints because the Saints they haven't looked great to me, and maybe that offense will get a lot better when Michael Thomas comes back, who hasn't played since Week One. Uh, but right now, uh, that Bucks team, their defense is playing phenomenal. Um, you know, last year they had the best rush defense in the league, and their pass defense was not as good, but their pass defense has played really well this year. Uh, so I, I just see the Bucks winning that um that division, and and with that offense and all the weapons they have. I think as more time together they're all going to get better. Uh just right. with, with the whole off season and covid and not much a lot of team activities. You're probably see a lot of your top teams offenses get better throughout the year and I think that's one of the teams because they're they're kind of loaded on offense from every every position across the across the board. My wild card teams, I got the Cardinals, uh the Saints and the Bears. Uh, the Bears' schedule is—they uh, got—they have another five wins. I see five or six wins possible. Um, the Cardinals as my ride or die. I said they're going to make the make the playoffs from the get go. So I'm sticking to that. They're four and two right now. Um, they destroyed the Cowboys, which I know aren't very good on Monday night. Uh, but I see them making the playoffs. Um. So next, we'll look at our look ahead. Uh, to week seven, like some good games. Certainly, we got the Steelers Titans that catches my eye. I want to see. I, I I think the Cardinals are going to beat the Seahawks this week. Cardinals are playing at home, so I, yeah, feel, I, had
0: I, a, I, I have I f- that game circled as as a very interesting matchup. We got two teams with no defense, and we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, I think that's could be a, a good matchup between them two. Uh, Raiders and Bucks should be a good game. Um, yeah, Ra- Raiders
0: and Bucks for sure.
1: And then you have Bears and Rams, which I think will be another good game. 49ers and Patriots should be a good game. So what what, what are you looking at this week uh, for games this week, John?
0: Yeah. yeah, I'm looking Panthers Saints is a very important game for our uh, NFC South. If by chance we could catch the Saints napping at their home and get a win here, be huge for the Panthers, and we could potentially sneak into a wild card if we could just keep going and the Bucks maybe falter a little bit. You never know. Steelers and Saints have already talked about. Seahawks and Cardinals, I had it circled because it could be a shootout. I expected it to be a shootout, and in shootouts, you never know who's going to win. Just like Nick Foles beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, even though Tom Brady threw for 505 yards in that game uh, because uh, Bill Belichick's defense sucked. But anyway, 49ers versus Pat is a big one. Bucks versus Raiders, as you said before, uh, we got the Bucks coming off a big win. And we got Raiders, who are the Raiders. And I, I picked the Raiders in that game, actually, even though I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Tom Brady guy. Uh, Bears and Rams are huge. I don't know what the, what's up with the Rams. I thought for weeks and weeks I talked about the Rams on this podcast, and now they just look flat. And I could see the Bears coming in there and taking that game. If they show the same defense they have, uh, uh, then, then I see them taking that game. The Rams look kind of uh, out of sorts when a defense hits them in the mouth. I don't know what's going on. So that's exciting to me. What else you got, Josh? What do, what do you think about what I just said?
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I want to go back to the the Seahawks and Arizona matchup. We talked about two of the worst defenses, but maybe something you hadn't, you haven't thought of. Arizona is number two in the league in scoring defense behind the Baltimore Ravens.
0: Wow. I didn't know that. I, yeah.
1: did, I didn't either until I start doing a little research, but they're number two in the league in uh, points allowed per game. So that's interesting to see. Um, they give up uh, – they're middle of the road kind of giving up yards, but they uh, kind of bend but don't break defense. But either way, I think that should be a really good game, and then it would be a good measuring stick to see if uh, my Cardinals can make the playoffs. Yeah. But I think it should be another good week of football. It uh, looks like um, the COVID uh, talk around the league, you know, various teams, has kind of, you know, had, had many outbreaks here lately. So I hope that continues. I look forward to see what's going to happen with uh, Antonio Brown, reports of him possibly signing with the Seahawks. And if he has any form from his Steeler days in him still, that can make the offense even more deadlier with um, Tyler Lockett and um, the other uh, star receiver they have on the offense.
0: Well, let, let me ask you, Josh, we got the trade deadline. Is it November 1st? Is that correct? I believe so, yes. So so what do you actually see happening trade-wise? Do you see anything? I've read a lot of reports, but I don't know for sure. The Odell Beckham talk was kind of hot there for a while, but then the Browns started winning, and I haven't heard much. What do you think?
1: I don't think he goes anywhere. I don't. He hasn't done enough for any, any team to take on that contract. Uh, so I, I wouldn't see him going anywhere. He really hasn't done anything since he left the Giants. I wouldn't see anybody wanting to take on his contract. If they did anything, they released him. Kind of Le'Veon Bell got released by the – The Jets, because nobody want to take on that big money for somebody that hasn't performed in the last couple of years.
0: Yeah, I think think Kansas City getting uh, Le'Veon Bell really doesn't do much for me. I guess it's another element of receiving out of the backfield, but um, I would have loved to – I guess there was no real defensive players out there that they could have signed. Is that about right, Josh? Yeah.
1: I I would also look for the uh, Tennessee Titans to look for – a good, reliable uh, tackle because they lost their star tackle for the season. And um, Tawan, I believe his name is, yep. um, he's out for the season with a torn ACL, which is a big loss because he's, he's probably a, a Pro Bowl caliber uh, tackle. And his uh, his backup came in the game, and uh, he struggled poorly. Yeah, uh, so just- I would look for them to try to trade for somebody they can kind of fill in for that role and be a,
0: a journeyman type, somebody to help them out. Yeah, At least get some depth over there. My understanding, I think he was nine years in the league, and, and he was very good. And so that's a huge loss for my Titans that I've been talking about over and over again. When you can't protect the blind side and you've got these edge rushers coming in there, it's going to make it more difficult for Tannehill, who has looked like a, an all-star so far this year. Oh, for sure.
1: All right, John, we'll let you close it out tonight as we get ready to close out uh, week six NFL season.
0: All right, guys. Back in 2012, a wonderful movie came out, and it was called Django. And my man, Leonardo DiCaprio, who you've seen a lot of memes about, said some beautiful lines. And I'm going to use those lines in my closing. Been a lot of lies told around to Brown this podcast tonight. But Tom Brady is the ghost, and that you can believe.